Okay, so, um, this will be part of, I think this will be the first installment in a series of um, podcast recordings I'm going to be doing about the state of my country, Nigeria. So today, um, today is the 22nd of October 2020. Okay, so a video goes into circulation showing people looting a warehouse. The estimated dimensions of that warehouse is 600 feet by 600 feet, completely filled with undistributed palliatives. These are supposed to be things that were meant to be given to the Nigerian people, especially those of Lagos State, during the corona epidemic and the lockdown to help them sustain their family, at least just to show something from the government. Also, we're still seeing videos of um, serious lootings that went on in different malls, different institutions, financial buildings, businesses and everything is being looted, being vandalized, being burnt down. Now, this of course is alongside the shooting and the killing of peaceful protesters on the 20th, which was Tuesday, two days ago. Now, this is my take. Every single thing that is happening right now are the byproducts of a failed system. We all know that. But we have to recognize the trend of occurrences. This is my analysis. So, when the lockdown happened, the news came to a lot of people as a shock because they didn't give us time to prepare. And you can't but imagine how many people didn't have money then. I was lucky I had access to some loans, so I quickly borrowed money. And I was able to buy some foodstuffs, buy petrol, because of course, you know, they don't give you electricity like that. And I was able to stack up and get ready for the crazy days. Now, throughout the entire two-month period that we are on permanent lockdown, it's kind of crazy, but you know, my government never gave anybody anything. Not money, not food, not anything. But some people got something, and let me describe what they got. Now, they had this uh, small little shameful packages in a linen bag, including one loaf of bread. This is like, as of that time, that loaf of bread would cost you like 300 to 50 naira. That they said everybody in the street should share. That every family should share one loaf of bread. Then, it's like a one cup like one party cup of rice or maybe like five cups in a nylon bag and some other very disgraceful shameful things like this even a fucking refugee would really have to be very hungry to even take that crap from anybody and that's what they gave us I was never bothered, I never even got up I never even bothered my head about it, it was rubbish then the federal government said they were going to well they didn't officially say it rumor had it that they would start giving out money to assist a lot of nigerians i know nobody who ever collected anything nobody but i saw videos of northerners who were collecting i'm a southerner that should be obvious anyway if you're familiar with nigeria from the accent and all so this is how it gets crazy i am in my 40s I have been working for almost 20 years in this country. I pay my taxes, I pay every single thing, I, I don't owe anybody anything. And in a time like this, even my own government with all my taxes and everything I've been paying, they cannot come to my rescue. But they can give it to someone up north who doesn't have an ed education.
doesn't contribute to the general global income of the country, doesn't do anything. And they say those ones need more. Now, a lot of statements were flying around, but the one that really got to me was when he said, credited to a certain minister, that the people in southern Nigeria didn't need the money because they have friends and relatives outside the country who will take care of them. So they will cater for the most poorest poor people in the country. And my question is this, how do you know who are the most poorest or the poor people in the country unless you specifically meet their demographic, demographic region like that? We let it slide, everybody kept quiet. Now, that went. During that time, there was immense cases of police brutality and military brutality at people who did not obey the curfew. Okay, we can let that slide. Yet it was supposed to, but it didn't. No problem. We hear that. Now come the month of October. And people go to the streets. They're protesting about police brutality and complaining about so many things. And then the funny thing is, the police now comes out again to answer their protest of brutality with even more brutality. Non-stop arrests, beating, harassment, even breaking into people's houses to go and drag them out and then arrest them. Without, without consequence. Everything the police do in Nigeria, especially the politicians, the policemen, everything is without consequence. They don't care. Why? Because they know nobody will persecute them. And it's the truth. Nobody persecutes them. And that's what always pisses everybody off. But we let it slide. I live in a country where, and it's not just my country, it's all over the world, you do not have the right to defend yourself when someone is taking advantage of you and that person is taking a front officer. The law will not protect you. You must not fight back. You must not defend yourself. You must take the beating. You must take the harassment. You must take the extortion. You must take the humiliation like that because he's a uniformed officer who probably doesn't even have an ONG and you can even have up to a master. That's the way my country is structured. And everybody is okay with that. Then, let's go back to the protesters. So people are protesting and then all of a sudden, in all these days when they are protesting, police never came to Leki for once to come and shoot into the people. The soldiers never came for once to come and shoot into the people. But on Tuesday, all of a sudden, the governor sees reason to tell the people of the LCC that, okay, go and remove the motion sensor cameras at the toll booth. Just decides on that Tuesday, just to tell them to go and do that. And then you go and do that. And then he says, so that they do not damage all the display infrastructure, go there and switch off all the lights when it's nighttime. Don't switch it on by day, switch it on by night. And immediately they switch it on by night, I mean they switch everything off by night, soldiers appear and they start shooting into the crowd. Coincidence? I doubt that. Now I saw an eyewitness report, one of the people who survived it, and he said the soldiers came and in two separate sessions they shot into the protesters to kill people. A lot of people died. And as they were dying, the soldiers were taking up the bodies and taking them away. The protesters were able to gather some of the bodies for themselves to try and treat them and take them to different hospitals. Immediately the news came out, some hospitals just opened up their doors that look, if you need help, come here, we'll treat you for free. And they were helping people. This is something the government cannot do for you. 
all these things went up. People died. A lot of people died. A lot of the bodies of the people that died were whisked away by the soldiers. Now, after the soldiers left, policemen came, and those policemen just started shooting into the crowd again. And the, the guy clearly said it that he heard their commanding officer tell them, shoot them, kill everybody. But of course, there was no light. So how much can you see? Remember, this is all just coincidental. Based on the governor says, switch off the lights, switch off everything. And then the next thing is just kill. <coughs> okay. And um, after all this, <coughs> along the side, yeah, I forgot to mention the fact that now this SARS that everybody is complaining about, let me explain what's more crazy than about it first. These SARS are supposed to be an anti robbery squad. They're supposed to go after robbery, um, robbers, hoodlums, thieves, and the rest. But would you believe that there is the same robber, thieves, and hoodlums who started another campaign to say that the SARS officers should remain? And they call themselves pro SARS. So now, here is my question of logic. How can you tell me an agency that is supposed to fight crime is being defended by criminals? And I'm to believe that there's nothing wrong. Come on, let's think about it. That's one. Two, how come these people had access to BRT buses that could move them around Lagos to places where protesters were and they started attacking people? Really, hoodlums, thieves, and robbers were attacking peaceful protesters, saying they want SARS to remain the same SARS that is supposed to eradicate them from society they say they want it to remain and they are attacking people okay that's two and then the third one that really trips me the most is in a lot of cases all these hoodlum thugs and robbers had police escorts and we have video to prove it there's a lot of video in circulation that proves this thing and putting all these three points together the government says they have no hand in it now, in all the cases where the so-called pro-SARS are attacking the peaceful and SARS protesters, police do not raise up their hands to help anybody. Rather than raise up their hand, they will even shoot into the pro-SARS uh, protesters and kill more of them. And we are still meant to do nothing. Okay. That went on up until Tuesday when they now did the mass murders stole a couple of the bodies which they're going to get rid of we were able to get some of the bodies take them to hospitals pictures were taken videos were taken everything was circulating okay then the governor of Lagos State comes out and says he doesn't know anything about it interesting coincidentally you just told the company that has been looting and stealing from the people under the guise of a toll gate to switch off the lights from the cameras and then you know nothing about the police and the soldiers that came to kill the people afterwards that's very very interesting and then, of course, his um, puppet master, Bola Tinubu, now starts running around, blah, 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 trying to um, save face, uh, having recordings of him crying over the phone. And I'm like, who the fuck are you people deceiving? Come on. We all know this guy is an evil, maniacal bastard. And um, yeah, the whole thing is just a joke. You now have a brain-dead president who can just even say anything. It's, uh, it, I'm telling you, these are videos and circulations of atrocities that have been going on for years. And this guy tells me that he's the best person to rule the country. 
But when he is confronted with it, he says he's surprised he has never heard about it before. So, excuse me, um, potato brain, what the fuck do you want to rule if you don't know what the people you are ruling are facing? It doesn't make shit as best sense to me at all. But let that slide. Now, let's go into the, the main one that really catches me. It's the fact that now, this warehouse was discovered filled with food, undelivered food. Some had expired, some were still there. From rice. Do you know that a bag of rice right now in Nigeria costs between thirty-five to 45,000 naira? Yeah, 45 to 35,000 naira. And the minimum wage is 30,000 naira. For civil servants, for everybody. But our senators collect 25 million naira on a monthly basis for doing daily squat. Nothing. And we still let that slide. And then you now have this warehouse. People are now reading the warehouse. People are also reading shopping malls. Excuse me. Every single business that is suffering right now from looting and all the rest, this is a byproduct of a government that kept food, that kept palaces, that kept things that could help the people away from them and left the people to starve and suffer for a very long time. People in Nigeria are fucking hungry. Your money isn't worth shit. A lot of people collect a salary. The salary only 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 helps you to survive for the next 30 to 31 days. Most of the time, you forget to have 15 days. But you have to distinguish it with yourself and then make it to the 30th. So you get another little stupid salary and it carries you again. A lot of things don't make sense in this country. And when people clamor and ask for their rights, they say, so it's going to take a while to work out. Excuse me. When these bastards were going to increase tariffs, it didn't take a while. It was instant. When they increased excess charges on exports and imports, it didn't take a while. It was instant. When they increased fuel price, it didn't take a while. It was instant. When they increased the tariff on electricity, it didn't take a while. It was instant. But when the people asked for something to make their own lives easier, to make their own lives better, it's going to take a while. And let's let us now still keep quiet. Now, let me be honest with you. You do not need a bullshit detector to know when someone is selling you crap. You just have to listen and figure it out yourself. Did I tell you the fact that the army came out later and said the soldiers that fired upon them that had military uniforms on with automatic weapons were not members of the Nigerian army? Ever heard that shit before? Until today, they don't know who they are. And we're supposed to keep quiet. I can't lie to you. Deep down, I hate this country. This country is a disgrace to human existence. The bastards who call themselves leaders are a disgrace to humanity. And personally, and all sincerity, to hell with every single one of them. This is a sad time to be a Nigerian, but it's not the first time. There have been many sad times that being a Nigerian has been a very disgraceful and disheartening thing. Sometimes I actually sleep like past two, past three days. I don't know why the fuck am I sleeping, what is there to sleep about, what is there to rest about. I'm weary. And I know I'm not the only one, thousands of people, millions of people out there are the same. 
this country is a joke. And we citizens who are being fucked over every single day cannot even laugh about a lot of things. We just take the crap as it comes. And my take is, look, even if the protests end, don't let these people find peace. Anywhere in the world they travel to, Nigerians should disgrace, embarrass them, shout at them, do whatever you're going to do, make life unbearable for them, let them get chased out. Because who was chased out of France, he was chased away from Turkey, he's going to the UK, I pray they chase him from the UK. Nigerians are all over the world. If a Nigerian in any other country is hearing this, chase these bastards everywhere they go. Chase them, embarrass them, call them thieves. Make them know they are not welcomed anywhere until they answer for the crimes that they've done back at home. Because as long as they still have places to go to, they will return safe. And I'll tell you what, an audio recording came out of Gotemi Amechi talking to some, obviously some young people, and he made a statement, he asked, Charity begins where? And he said at home, and he said for him he begins abroad. That gives you an insight into the fact that, look, these masters know we are going to loot. We will loot as much as we can. And once we loot it, we know we are not coming back. We we'll just pack all the money and travel to other countries. The same way the Ziani thing, Alice Madrid did it. She bought the Dominican Republic citizenship, and now she's a minister representing countries. Countries that harbor these bastards should be bought to bought. Countries that accept these thieves and collect their money. Look, the money you are collecting, you think you are making it better for your own country. This is money that should have made the lives of other people better in their own country. These bastards stole it, brought it to your own country. You sold them citizenship, you now give them ministerial appointment so that they can live a good life. The life they denied their own fellow human beings in your own country. And everybody believes it's okay. Every single one of them should be made to suffer. They should pay for what they've done to the Nigerians. You know what? I really pray they do. I'm not one to say God will punish you, man. God has better things to do. We should punish them ourselves. Leave God out of it. He gave us a brain to figure things out so we don't have to disturb him every time. It is high time we start using it. That's my take for now. I'll talk to you another time.